This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, committed to a bright and sustainable future for us all. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Congress is back in town next week with a lengthy legislative agenda ahead of them throughout the end of September. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer said today the top of the list includes government funding and the nation's debt limit, but didn't offer a specific timeline for a vote on the $3.5 trillion reconciliation package the chamber's committees worked on this week. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack tells reporters the will of Congress will be important in this case, and he hopes USDA and rural priorities can be reflected. My only hope is uh, that, that A, that we, we get a reconciliation bill passed, and B, that it contains significant commitment uh, to climate smart agriculture, a significant commitment to giving us the resources to address our, our forest challenges, uh, as we deal with the effect and impact of climate, that it contains significant uh, investment above and beyond normal budget investments in agricultural research and development that has been underfunded for quite some time. He says rural broadband and other infrastructure concerns should also be addressed through accompanying legislation. As for the financial specifics, House Democrats left out a plan to tax capital gains at death, but the language could still come back in negotiations with the Senate. Vilsack says paying for the bill will be critical. There may be a multitude of ways to pay for it, and ultimately Congress has to decide from their perspective what's the best way. I'm confident in what I've said uh, is accurate, which is that the stepped-up basis, uh, uh, the way it's presented, been presented by the president in his plan uh, doesn't impact 98% of the farms in this country. Stay tuned to agripulse.com for more as the House and Senate come back into session next week. Global food stakeholders are gearing up for what could be a big event at the United Nations next week. Agripulse's Ben Nulli has more. Ahead of next week's Food Systems Summit, a United Nations official says the event will provide an opportunity to change how the world addresses hunger challenges. UN Special Envoy Agnes Kalabata says getting many different leaders from different countries involved is critical. So being able to have a few leaders that are willing to step forward and commit a number of things that are very critical to coming through on SDGs in a number of areas where we are behind, it's going to be extremely important. And that would mean being able to make commitment on the whole perspective of better feeding, you know, nourishing people, the whole perspective of coming through for climate and biodiversity, but also the whole perspective of coming through on equity given the challenges we've had with COVID-19. Calabata says ending hunger also includes strong collaboration from the private sector. I also want to see private sector coming forward and committing themselves and committing to, to really measurable things that we can track around the, the change they are going to demonstrate in terms of two areas that I really care about. How we impact climate, but also how we impact equity and decent work uh, for people who work in value chains. She spoke during an Elanco Animal Health and AgriPulse webinar earlier this week. The UN Food Systems Summit begins Thursday in New York. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, President Joe Biden has announced a goal to reduce global methane levels in partnership with other countries. The Global Methane Pledge seeks to reduce global methane emissions by at least 30% below 2020 levels by 2030. Biden specifically said the U.S. was working with the European Union on the issue, but said other partners are expected to join in the effort as well. 
In response, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association urged the administration to keep an open dialogue on the subject and said the goal and other conservation efforts can't be accomplished without the buy-in of cattle producers. The pledge is expected to be further discussed at the upcoming COP26 United Nations Climate Change Conference. Bill Thompson has more in his story on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. Eliminating America's no-cost sugar policy without first reforming the global sugar market would jeopardize family farms, good-paying jobs, and our domestic supply of sugar. A bill called Zero for Zero takes action to zero out all foreign sugar subsidies. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.